So we used a slogan that I use with them all the time, which is be greater than average. And we thank you. I have to give kudos to NASA because I got it off the thought off of a NASA T-shirt, right? <laughs> uh, but using uh, Be Greater Than Average LLC is the name of the company that I run with the students to do camps and classes and after-school programs. And <laughs> not only are we building robots, but the fantastic part about it is I'm, I'm really building entrepreneurs now. I'm mentoring a lot of young entrepreneurs, you know, whether they're learning Photoshop or SolidWorks or how to build a robot or how to use a power tool. We're just mentoring a lot of young people. Hi there, this is the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and this episode is titled, Building Tomorrow's Robotics Engineers. I'm talking with Shelly Grunig, who's the mentor, and Derek Sanchez, the student. Shelly started teaching her own children robotics at home to better prepare them for the future, but ended up mentoring thousands of students like Derek on not just robotics, but many skills needed to manage challenges they will face once leaving home. Shelly has an incredible positive attitude and great advice on mentoring our youth that you need to hear. Let's jump right in and hear their story. So, Shelly, first of all, let's let's jump right in. So, how did this? How did you get started? How did you get started in robotics? Right. Well, many years ago, back in two thousand and five, I was looking for an opportunity. I I was a homeschool mom looking for something for my own kids to do, and uh, to enhance their science knowledge. And I have a background in training and career education. And I feel very strongly about young people being prepared when they leave our homes to be able to what I call launch their life effectively. And so with that in mind, I stumbled across several different robotics competitions and thought that would really resonate well with my son. Little did I know that when his sisters came along, it would also open up space for them to explore STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math in ways that, that were not just studying out of a book, but very hands-on with the excitement of the competition to drive their learning. Right. Now, you mentioned launch their life. Uh, so we talked about this uh, yesterday. And, you know, I, I know my son just went off to college, and there's a lot of young people going off to college who don't know their path. So yes. maybe you could elaborate a little bit on that and how this is expanding their interest to see if they're interested or not, or there's sure. different aspects to that. Sure. Well, in the field of career education, we've got basically a triangle of skills, values, and interests. And, you know, they learn values in our homes, and that's pretty effective generally. We need to be intentional about that. But a lot of times students aren't beyond academic books and studying. They aren't exploring the skills and the interests. So like you said, opening up doors of opportunities so that they can look at interests and then those interests, they use those to drive their own skill building. And I think that we can all see that in our own careers and our own career paths, right? So if a young person is just given more opportunities to explore interests early on. And 
I actually have an online course that I take students through step-by-step called Life Launch Academy. And it's just small steps to gain not only explore those interests, but to gain the skills and figure out how to even gain skills to do those things and try it out. You know, you may or may not like it. You may find something that you really don't like, which I say is as valuable if not more valuable than finding the things that you're passionate about. So I think that for those kids that are wandering, you can wander for a really long time in this world. Yeah, that's true. We all know adults that are still wandering, (laughs) right? And so just to get a plan together and to start somewhere is really important and important for our young people. And as parents, we need to do that. So after I started the team, you know, the first two years we competed But the team continued to grow. We started with three kids, and now, after so many years of doing this, we have 30 to 40 kids on the team. But somewhere around year six, my son said to me, Mom, we like doing this so much, we should teach other kids. And I said, what a fantastic idea. That was a door of opportunity, right? He was, it was his idea. So I took action. We started, we got a donation of electronics, and we started doing camps where where the students on the team would teach other kids how to build robots in a week-long camp. And on the last day of camp, we would have a competition. So that along there, that very first camp that we offered is when Derek's mom, who had been a personal friend of mine, and we're going to meet Derek here in a little bit, right? Derek's mom enrolled him in that camp. And that's where his story begins to unfold in the world of robotics and SolidWorks and technology and and just growing and learning about himself. And so after all these years of coaching, we've not only I've not only graduated hundreds of kids alums from the team itself, but we have grown that little camp business into a company because several years later, some of the kids said, we like to do this so much, we should build a company. So we used a slogan that I, I use with them all the time, which is be greater than average. And we thank you. And uh, I have to give kudos to NASA because I got it off the thought off of a NASA t-shirt, <laughs> right? Uh, but using uh, be greater than average, LLC is the name of the company that I run with the students to do camps and classes and after-school programs and birthday parties. And uh, not only are we building robots, but the fantastic part about it is I'm, I'm really building entrepreneurs now. I'm mentoring a lot of young entrepreneurs and doing a lot of media arts and, uh, you know, whether they're learning Photoshop or SolidWorks or how to build a robot or how to use a power tool. We're just mentoring a lot of young people. That, that's 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 outstanding. And how, how many people have gone through the program from oh your son goodness. on? Just an estimate. Yeah, well, I think we've probably touched at least 3,000 3, students that's over the years. So, uh, and, and that's just the students that have been in the program. We've We've reached out to probably close to tens of thousands beyond that because at every competition that we attend, I've instilled this, what we call, we made up our own word. We keep saying we're going to enter it with Webster, but uh, (laughs) uh, we call it cooperation. Cooperation. So we're competition. We're competing against other students, but we're cooperating in a really powerful, powerful way. And that's just a value 
goes back to that career triangle, right? Instilling those really strong values and and what I call coaching for character. That's great. Now, why coaching for character? Well, because I think that it, it mimics life. You know, you're not going to always win. The days that we've lost and there have been tears because there are tears even at robotics competitions. I'm sure, yeah. Those days, we've learned more, right? It's failing forward, you know, having something really hard happen, taking the hit, working your way through it, and figuring out how you can change it in the future. Right. And, and that's how, I, you know, the team itself are 10-time state champions, and uh, they have also won at the regional level, so one of the top four teams in the country. That's excellent. In uh, the best robotics competition, but then we compete in other competitions as well. And so uh, they wouldn't have gotten that far. I am confident we would not have won first place the year that we won first place if we hadn't have completely biffed it at the state competition <laughs> two years earlier, right? That was the motivator. And, and that's how we interest our kids. You know, that's the carrot, right? right? There's another podcast that I did recently, and we talked about entrepreneurship. They, they learn by failing. You know, you, yes. failing is a good thing. You, you want to fail as quickly and often as you can. Absolutely. Because that's how you learn for success. So it's great that you're teaching these young people that lesson early. Right. Learning how to get through it and move on. Absolutely. That, that's, Absolutely. That's a great lesson. Lick our wounds, figure out what we can learn, <laughs> and let's fail forward, right? Fail so, forward. Yes. I like that. Excellent. Well, now that you mentioned Derek, let's bring him in a little bit if you want to. If you want to touch on what uh, what Shelley was saying there, so uh, I, I'm going to start from the beginning with you though. So, what age did you teach yourself SolidWorks, or did you learn SolidWorks? I was introduced to SolidWorks at 10 years old through the robotics camps. I don't think it was right away at the camps, but it was soon after joining the robotics team. And uh, that initial camp, I remember the uh, student teachers having to force us to put the power tools down and go eat lunch and because we were so excited we didn't want to stop and so we like do we have to stop and go eat lunch we can't stay here and work <laughs> and uh yeah no it was a great experience and I was hooked from that point forward and there was no turning back so it was a I, I want to mention now you mentioned you, you learn you start learning at 10 years old you're mm -hmm. 18 now and mm -hmm. you're Quite the uh, SolidWorks guru. I, that's what everybody. That's what everybody's been uh, introducing you as. So, yeah, on the uh, robotics team, we have a couple of different things that we compete with. It's the robot itself. We have a marketing presentation. We have an exhibit booth, a spirit team. Uh, it, it's quite a large competition. But one of the things is our marketing presentation, and in this marketing presentation. One of the things that I really enjoyed was making SolidWorks animations to use during the marketing presentation. And so I... Yeah, why is that important? The marketing presentation is a... I mean, why, why is the animations important in the marketing presentation? It yeah. is during the presentation, it's very heavily judged. And so we were trying to do anything we could to give us the advantage of... Stand out a little more. Exactly, ahead. exactly. And so... Um, before I had started doing it, there was another, was there two, one or two other students 
who had done it before me, and two other students who had started to do animations. And so I got to kind of sit back and watch them do it and see how they were using SolidWorks and stuff. And then I got to pick up where they left off and kind of fell forward a lot, like failed <laughs> forward a lot, a lot of pushing through and teaching myself the animation part of it and slowly figured out how to use the animations to do more and more um and they started out small and and but every year they got better and better and my modeling got better and better and so i think the first few robots we had went from somewhere like 20 to 30 parts to this last model i think it was over 250 parts on just because i had actually me and the team had actually been able to take the time to work together and make the full model of it and not just like a representation of it in SOLIDWORKS. Being a presenter at a SOLIDWORKS user group meeting, which is terrifying as a 17-year-old <laughs> kid, it's and those have all added up to some great experiences where I've got to learn a lot, particularly coming back to public speaking has been a big aspect which you almost have to as a homeschooler because if you can't talk then you'll never talk to anybody <laughs> if you if you, you got to learn you learn it somehow because it's such a great skill i mean people yes. are professional speakers these days and do very well mm -hmm. so uh so i have to ask how, how good did it feel to finish that SolidWorks user group presentation i bet that was it, the feeling came before it ended because during the presentation it was about maybe three quarters of the way through that's when my animations popped up and I got to show them <laughs> and like as a student who had kind of just like uh, I don't know threw himself at SolidWorks just to see what could come out on the other side and like I had these animations and I'm like I don't even know how to scale like I don't know where these stand in comparison to anything and I everyone in the room was jaw dropped immediately it was like Oh my God, that's so cool! And William Radigan, he was super excited, and I, I distinctly remember that, which was it was really encouraging to see that. And then they were all encouraging me and just telling me like those are some amazing animations that they had never been able to do themselves, like they hadn't gotten to that level. Which hearing that at seventeen was really exciting and uh absolutely so that's when it the joy came during that part of the meeting of like getting excited about some of the work that i've gotten to do and stuff so uh that was a encouraging part for sure uh, excellent well I, I got one more question for you then i hand it i will go back to shelly but so so what's next for you what's your what's your next step what's your big dream so i just graduated high school and i'm currently just started to two weeks ago, my freshman classes. And so right now I am looking for a job opportunity or internship opportunity to use SolidWorks so I can continue to grow my skills while being able to work through college to put me through college. So that's my current goal is I'm looking for an opportunity right now. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. I'm sure you'll find it. Thank you. Hopefully the podcast will help.
<laughs> exactly. So, Shelley, was there anything else? I, I love that marketing blood store. Could you share that with us? Absolutely. So what I have to say is that, you know, this all comes from back to that career triangle, right? Like skill building and uh, and just my philosophy of be greater than average. Like, And the idea that be greater than average isn't that you're trying to beat other people. You're actually just trying to be a better version of yourself each day when you wake up. And what have you done in a given day to make yourself stronger and better and contribute to the world, right? And I think that confidence is a really important part of raising our kids. And so putting them out there into real world situations, and that's what our kids really want. They want to be tested. They want to grow. And so putting them into real world situations where like Derek, maybe, you know, he almost said I threw him under the bus, but then he's like, no, no, like (laughs) it wasn't throwing him under the bus. It was really, he had been prepared. And uh, as I founded that robotics team, very quickly, my husband jumped on board, and he has done an amazing job with the marketing presentation team and the the engineering manual team. So our students don't just speak really well, but they are learning technical writing, which is an amazing skill to have. We talked yesterday about how communicating and writing is a really important huge skill. Huge important skill. Yeah, yes. when we're looking for interns, that's that's yes. a huge skill for us. Yes. Right, and a lot of these young people that are in our program, they have no idea what we're doing, but we do, and that's okay. So anyway, the story I was telling you, I was relating yesterday, was early on on the team, sometimes I have these crazy ideas, and you know, my good friends, they, they tolerate it, and the kids, hopefully they benefit from it, but I had this idea... And I sent a mom to drive this group of kids because, of course, none of them at the time were even old enough to drive. And they took a couple of trophies and I said, go to City Hall and talk to anyone who will listen to you today. And I know if you ask the mom that I sent to drive, I could tell by the look on her face, she thought I was crazy. And I shared with you yesterday, a lot of times I instill the confidence in kids and things that I don't necessarily even want to do myself, (laughs) but but I don't let them know that. Uh, So anyway, Derek, don't tell anybody that. Uh, So I sent them to City Hall and they came back three hours later talking nonstop and so excited because they had went in and they had started talking to people. And as they were talking to people, they happened to meet the mayor of our town. And it's a good sized town. We're the third largest city in the state of New Mexico. And he ended up clearing his calendar, inviting them into his office and talking with them about leadership, about their team, about their experiences for well over an hour. That's awesome. Yes. And it was a connection that has led to a relationship with the mayor's office. It helps the, it helped those kids and the entire team of kids realize this is a possibility. Like people are within reach. Adults want to hear what we have to say. Adults are excited when we can shake their hand, look them in the eye and carry on a conversation. And so it's just those simple things of of putting students in in uh, those situations to to really not only does it benefit our kids, it benefits us. They're going to be paying our social security, right? Like right. <laughs> we need them to do great things and and to be greater than average and and so that's kind of the dream behind all of that, that I just consistently, I mean, SolidWorks is the same thing. I said to Derek, hey, let's go to a, sol- I, there's this thing called a SolidWorks user group. 
let's go to that because you've got these skills. I want to get you around adults who are doing this stuff because you can learn. And and the great thing about the SolidWorks user group is then our user group president, William Radigan, was so welcoming and has been, the, you know, the, the group lights up when we show up, right? Because there's a group of students interested in this. Crazy, right? right. And uh, I guess if, if, if I could encourage people, cur- encourage adults out there to really just take a risk and not only learn yourself, learn more yourself, but go out and mentor young people because, because they're worth it. And you don't have to be the expert. I, I am not an expert SolidWorks. You know, my goal is to get Derek SolidWorks certified here in the next year. He doesn't necessarily know that, but <laughs> him along with other kids, because, because I know what a difference it's going to make to their future. And, uh, so it, it's, I call it giving them competitive advantage, right? Like oh, anything, true. Absolutely. anything that they can put in their pocket that gives them an experience that they can talk to others about and connect with and, and, uh, you know, he's searching for opportunities. I am confident uh, that he's going to do amazing things. And yeah, I'm and not too worried. No, no. But but uh, a really important topic, I think, to to address is mentoring mentors. So by by really encouraging our kids and mentoring them, what we really can do is open up powerful opportunities powerful doors of opportunity so that they can become mentors themselves. And, you know, I guess if you ask yourself, why would we want to do that? Well, think about the powerful experiences that you've had in your life. Maybe you've taught, maybe as a young person, you you taught someone, even a board game, just what that does for what it really truly does for your ego and your skills and your your ability to problem solve and explain something. We all know when you teach a course or you teach someone something, actually the person who wins, the person who learns the most is probably you, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so as I go out and teach things, so that's very quickly, we started doing these camps and classes, and I realized, why am I doing these camps and classes? These These kids here with me are way cooler right to these young kids that we're teaching and and they can val- they can they can learn more i i tell the team frequently i could build a robot if i wanted but but why like i'd rather have them build the robot that's not what i'm trying to learn so they become the experts we allow them to step into that expert role we coach them along the way we give them courage we build their faith in themselves and then very soon, they're role modeling and just being amazing mentors to young people. And they're leading what we call on the team, leading from behind. They're asking questions rather than giving answers. And that's just such a powerful way to learn. Oh, absolutely. So I, I want to just encourage adults to engage because you don't have to be the expert. I started a robotics team 
with no knowledge about robotics. I promise you. <laughs> now, I did pick the one that I figured I could make the most difference in. As I, I was a little girl, I learned how to use power tools in my daddy's garage. So I, when there was one that involved, the, the best robotics competition actually involves cutting, using wood, PVC, nuts and bolts to build a robot. I thought I could, I could help mentor them to do this, you know, and it would be fun for me. Um, but it's grown into crazy so much more than that so that's that's awesome it's such a great story and i think we have so many designers and engineers that are involved in mentoring their programs but i think you've taken it to another level and i think there's a a, a challenge out there for designers entrepreneurs engineers to to mentor their local robotics teams or or whatever or create their own toolkit or classroom as you've done Uh, it's just a great message that you've affected thousands of students uh, with robotics and not all of them are the technical on the technical side. There's so many great skills. So that's, right. that's a yes. great message. I, I want to share that on the team over the years, we, we have consistently had 50% girls on our team. And I think we, I told you a story yesterday that just sort of my philosophy about that is that, that boys come through the front door. They're like, look at that cool robot. I want to build that thing. Right. <laughs> and the girls come through what I say, the side door, because they say, well, I could come help with the exhibit booth. That would be kind of cool. And and so we, we sort of entice them and bring them in through relationships and then very quickly teach them to use a power tool or how to program or, you know, and, and introduce them to another part and, and build their confidence and and get them into these STEM activities that we so need young women to take part in. Exactly. And they can find it almost naturally find where their expertise or their interests lie, right? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I will say, as far as SolidWorks goes, uh, early on, our local reseller offered an amazing opportunity to the team, and Derek got to partake in that. They offered an opportunity to occasionally give us a seat in a class where they're teaching SolidWorks for a week. It and was the SolidWorks Essentials class. Yeah. Right. So Derek got to go partake in that. So, you know, everybody can do something from where they're at. You don't have time to mentor. People often think mentoring takes a lot of time. And, you know, it can take a lot of time. But even just from wherever you're at, if you're offering a SolidWorks course and have the possibility of, you know, taking one seat or or just inviting a group of students in to inspire them and teach them a little bit about that. The field of competitive robotics has has been growing across the country, and it's really become kind of a national movement in a way. And there are lots of opportunities to engage with that because my, my sort of my next mission, I think I shared with you, is really trying to create more of a connection between that competitive robotics and the world of work, the world of real careers, like those internships. And so if you have listeners that are interested in like connecting on that level, I'd love to hear from people. Uh, and they can get hold of us at our website, begreaterthanaverage.com. Just hit the contact, and that those emails come to us. But if they're if they have an idea or they're interested in pursuing that, or they wanna they wanna they're coaching their kids' robotics team, and they need a little assistance, you can point them in the right direction. Right. Yes. Yes. So 
that's I'm trying to build now a platform that's going to connect more of that because I think that there's more and more people getting involved in competitive robotics. Right. Uh, I think the big thing, someone told me yesterday that they went to a competition and what they observed was that when the robot had problems at this particular competition, a bunch of adults came around and solved the problem of the robot. And I assured her that at any competition I was at, particularly, it, it depends on the competition that you're involved in, but that, you know, why are we doing that to our kids? When the adults step in to solve the problem, that makes the kids think they are no longer the experts. They no longer have enough knowledge to fix that problem. That's a great point. And you know what? So what if that robot doesn't work, right? That is going to, that's going to be coaching for character, right? Rather than fixing it for them, watching there and and being there as they fail forward, uh, maybe into a heap of tears. Right. Uh, but but that's okay because those are powerful, life changing lessons for our kids. And so. it's, it's so true. It's so hard as a parent. You wanna you wanna help them out, but there's a fine line between helping them and letting them fail and learning from it. So it's it's we we titchly want to help, but then. Sometimes we just have to say, you know what, you can figure it out, and guess what? They usually do eventually. Maybe not the first time, but they'll definitely they'll get the hang of it. Yeah, <laughs> Derek says definitely not the first time. So, well, this was great. Absolutely. This was great. Absolutely. Is there anything I forgot to mention? I I, I really added. I thought I think we have a great story here. So well. One other thing that I just want to point out is that really all of this began when William Radigan invited the kids to do a presentation. Uh, we take our team out to do a lot of presentations in the community. We do a ton, a ton of outreach. And uh, at this particular presentation, they presented to entrepreneurs, a whole room full of entrepreneurs, probably close to 100 entrepreneurs, wow. about how we use SolidWorks to build our robot. You know, in the beginning, we used to build the robot and then make a pretty solid work picture to match it because that's the skill level we were at. But now the team itself is at design it in SolidWorks, test it in SolidWorks, and then build the robot. Uh, and Excellent. we understand we only have 42 days in this competition from start to competition. That's right. I forgot. There was a time limit. Yeah, it's yeah. a very short time, time frame. And uh, anyway, so we walked off that stage because unfortunately, Derek had these awesome SolidWorks animations that we were going to show, but our license expired that day. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't able to show them. And so that is the day that we met Marie Planchard. And she has been supporting our efforts to reach out to young people and, and what I call, you know, share the SolidWorks love across the country as we've reached out to young people and and uh, taught them a little bit about this very powerful tool. Right. Marie Plancher is our uh, director of education, and she's uh, she was an educator herself, and so she knows that she's been here a long time and is, is great. She's great at uh, getting the word out and investing in education for our future entrepreneurs. There we go. This is great. <laughs> Be greater than average. That's excellent. Thank you for listening today. And remember, if you are a mentor, an educator, or want to help our youth with STEM or other ways to learn technology, know that you have a great resource with SOLIDWORKS Education Solutions. We have plenty of free offerings for students, so please visit our education page at solidworks.com education. 
Also, as Shelly mentioned, her website offers many resources to help you get started at begreaterthanaverage.org. And you can also listen to their podcast if you search for STEM Southwest Podcasts wherever you find podcasts. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at SolidWorks.com slash podcast or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep on innovating. One last thing, I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, search for the Born to Design podcast, and please leave a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people, helping us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.